0: Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. If you're ever having a dark day, do something productive, no matter how small, or do something pleasurable. If you're having anxiety, take 10 minutes and imagine your thoughts in a river flowing away from you. Just watch the ideas flow. Dr. Mike Dow from the TV shows The Doctor and Dr. Oz. He'll join us today and you could win his new book. And J.J. Smith is here. The green smoothie goddess will teach us mental mastery for weight loss. And did you know the world is running out of usable sand? We'll think on that coming up. But first today, the expert on the ask, Laura Fredericks, a former lawyer who helps people ask for money and more of it. She's put together a day for entrepreneurs, and she's got a very special offer for Shine On listeners. This one-day boot camp is October 27th in New York City. Join me there, fellow entrepreneurs. What will we learn, Laura?
1: This is so exciting. Different elements that you might be surprised at. I'm going to show you how to ask for the right business partners and investors in priority order. That's that, a big misstep people do. Second is I have a fabulous person in finance who'll show you how you pay yourself as you build this business and you intertwine your business plan with your personal plan. They're not separate. Third, great guy who branded Moleskin America. Oh you know, boy. All the, Like the planners, right? Yep, got Young one. man, young man who will show you now, Casey, we've all done other things in our life, and then we have this new product or service, right? How do you brand yourself so that everything you've done in your past, you bring forward so you look at like one person, not 18 people? which I think is crucial. Yeah. I spent three years doing that myself, but I would have liked this. And then in the afternoon, we have all my serial millionaire entrepreneurs in entertainment, health and wellness, finance, consumer products, who show you what to do and what not to do to sustain your success. All in one day, eight to four, compact, you get it all.
0: That's amazing.
1: I like to keep it simple. Right? I mean, we're moving so quickly in life, and people just want to get done that if you just condense the essential pieces, do them in the right order, that's really all you need. And, and I can speak in hindsight for myself, the simpler I branded myself as expert on the ask, more things opened up rather than saying, oh, by the way, I speak, I write, I'm a lawyer. I just kept it, I pulled it all under one tent and kept it extraordinarily simple. You're a lawyer? I am a lawyer civil litigation attorney general's office eight years philadelphia two years clerking for a judge prior to that you know you know why i did this casey i have had nine careers But yet, when you look at me, there's a string that pulls all through them. I could never have done all this, especially my boot camp with organization, structure, and focus, unless I was an attorney.
0: And we don't need to cut off and disown parts of ourselves. We can put this all together in one beautiful package.
1: That's the beauty. Like, you have to seize upon all your prior talents, because that's what got you here. So don't compartmentalize. Don't cut them off bring them forward and Eric will show you how to do that
0: okay this boot camp it's one day it's eight to four it's at Scandinavia house in the city who should go Because there's people saying, am I big enough? Do I qualify? You know
1: what's so interesting, Casey? I have people, 14 and 15-year-olds are coming because they want to learn how to get it right. I have retirees coming because, you know, this is the biggest way to make money right now is being an entrepreneur. I have people who are lawyers in finance and entertainment, but there's always that little piece in your head saying, yeah, but I have this idea. Yeah, but I could do this. Yeah, but I have this service like nobody else. And anybody who has any of those fleeting thoughts as well as people whose businesses are kind of stuck, because this is for you too. I mean, we get in that little millennium period where all of a sudden it's like, but my business isn't being scaled. What am I doing wrong? And so we're going to scale that too to get you up to sustainable success. What does
0: that mean, my business isn't being scaled? I don't know what that
1: means. (laughs) What that means is suppose that you would like to project having more customers more clients or more revenue, right? Yeah. But it's not hitting that. Why isn't it hitting that? We're gonna show you why.
0: Should we all be asking for investors? <laughs>
1: Yes, and more clients and more customers, more ideas, more diversity. There's a whole bunch of things that go into not just your up and running, let's start sailing, open another franchise, open up another area, plenty, but it's just small, subtle things that get let go, which is why your business might not be on that sustainable success that you want.
0: Okay. So a full day of entrepreneurial boot camp, it sounds like a lot. Is there going to be like an entertainment factor here, please?
1: (laughs) There is. We do give you breaks, and I do feed you. And then at 4 o'clock, which is good, we literally go across the street, the Park Avenue Tavern, a lovely place. We relax. You can have some drinks. The speakers will be there. You'll get immediate access, which I really, really like, because everybody's got burning questions individually, right? And it's very limited. I mean, we're only going to have a maximum of 100 people, so you'll have total access to them. But there'll be some downtime, too, which I like. So it's a whole day. And, you know, Casey, this is an investment... In you, if you're very serious about starting this, I have some people doing it because they have their children in mind. Mm. It's just a one day to do it, and we have a promo code for your listeners.
0: Ooh, tell.
1: This was $325. Right. But for your listeners, it'll be $89. What? 89 I realize we have a lot of people from Westchester they have to come in on the train yeah. on the day. It's a travel day. It might be a travel. so this is the lowest discount because you know I love you, Casey. But also all my all my buds out there in Westchester, I want you to come. So you're gonna get it for eighty nine dollars. All you have to do is jump on this website, the word expert, which we love, E X, P E R T, the word on O N. The word the T H E A S K. Dot com, expert on the S dot com. It's all right there. Register, promo code W H U D for $89.
0: That's amazing, Laura. I did it for you, you Casey, because I love you. You you. know that. That is amazing.
1: It was, everyone else paid quite a bit more, but I realize you're traveling and it's more important that I help you and that you be there around like-minded people.
0: Let's do this. An entrepreneurial boot camp. October 27th in the city. Visit expertontheask.com. Use the promo code WHUD and I hope to see you there. Laura Fredericks is the expert on The Ask. Now, let's train your brain to be happy. Dr. Mike Dow is here. You know him from Dr. Oz and the TV show The Doctors. Dr. Dow has joined forces with Chicken Soup for the Soul to create a new book called Think, Act, and Be Happy. Let's get some first-hand advice from America's go-to therapist. And let's start with what to do when you're feeling blue. What
2: are you struggling with depression? You know, I help people to look out for certain thought patterns. I may point out that they are personalizing, right? themselves for everything. Oh, I'm just not good enough or I didn't get this job because I'm just not witty or smart enough in interviews when really the, the actual explanation may have nothing to do with you. Or maybe it's paralysis by analysis. Worry and worry and we think and we think ourselves into these dark holes. And, and so we can actually reframe things and we can think about all of the times it had nothing to do with you. When it comes to paralysis analysis, we can think about all of the time that things did work out and then B, the behavior this is changing the way you act so we know that if you are depressed if you can just fill your day you know this is the best tip that I would have for anybody who's having a dark day do one of these two things do something that's productive like it could be something simple as emptying the dishwasher or doing that spreadsheet that's due for work cleaning out your garage or do something pleasurable so just watch a movie call a friend go for a hike with that friend, go get a massage, because these pleasurable experiences can get you out of these thought patterns. And by changing the way you relate to your thought patterns, you actually begin to rewire your brain and you're training your own brain, which is really
0: fantastic. And that's the thing, we don't have to be victims to our brain that takes us down the rabbit hole. We can actually train our brain to think the way we want it to think. All right, how do we calm people down when they're stressed out and filled with anxiety? Take 10 minutes.
2: And watch your thoughts. In cognitive behavioral therapy, we are targeting and we're changing those thought patterns. So you imagine that each one of your thoughts is in a river and that river is floating by you. And by doing so and just by watching your river for 10 minutes, you will find that you are not held prisoner to your thoughts. And sometimes what happens is they actually become more positive just by watching them because we are not clinging to them.
0: Dr. Mike Dow, his new book is Think, Act, and Be Happy, written in collaboration with Chicken Soup for the Soul. Let me know if I can send you a copy. Visit C O. Send me an email. Green smoothies are good for you. But if you can't keep the weight off, you have to retrain your brain with New York Times bestseller J.J. J. Smith. She's got a 30-day guide to permanent weight loss.
3: Well, after watching folks lose over 2 million pounds on the Green Smoothie Cleanse, I noticed there was a difference between folks who actually got to their goal weight and folks who would actually kind of lose and gain, lose and gain, start over, start over, but struggle to get to their goal weight. And then when I, you know, delve a little deeper, I realized the struggle for a lot of people with weight has not to do with what to eat, not to eat. I mean, we all know sugar bread pasta, we know what's bad for us, but we'll eat them anyway. And so what I learned is the most overlooked factor for why people can can't stick to and maintain to their diet is mental mastery, and I call that the ability to stay focused, stay motivated, and stay disciplined so that you can actually get to your goal weight. The first thing is I'm into systems and regimens and things that you can do to really establish behaviors, and so the book actually has what's called a 30-day mental mastery challenge, and for 30 days, you do a different exercise every day that will really help you change the way you think, change your habits, your behaviors, so that you can not fall off track and like as an example we deal with emotional eating one exercise is the food mood diary and every day everything you put in your mouth to eat you write down how you felt your feelings when you ate it and your feelings after because what you're looking to do is figure out what your emotional triggers are The things that cause you to eat, even if you're not even hungry, because physical hunger comes on every few hours, whereas emotional hunger will come on suddenly, like you could have eaten a half hour ago, but then you're opening the fridge just looking for something to eat. That's generally emotional hunger. And if you know the emotional triggers, you can kind of be aware and kind of catch yourself the next time that happens. Think yourself
0: thin. One of the things you have to do is take a good look at your commitment level. How much time do I have to spend with this, with this regiment you have planned out, this 30-day plan? How much time every day do I need to spend with your book?
3: We always say you just need an open heart, a journal, and a pen. And every day if you go through the exercises, they take anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes. It's not that they're long, but what they do is give you a way to establish some consistency, some habits, a new foundation that you can have so that when you start falling off track or not feel as motivated, you have some tools now that you can kind of go in your toolbox and then rely on so that you can stay on course. So they don't take a long time, anywhere from five to 15 minutes per day.
0: JJ Smith is with us today. And while I have you, we have to talk about green smoothies. Can you give us a quick recipe?
3: Now, I always tell people, you could Google and green smoothies and you could find some recipes that may have as many calories as a cheeseburger, whereas my recipes are really designed for two things, detox and weight loss. They're very simple. They have greens, fruit, and water. So like if you put about two cups of greens and maybe one cup of pineapple or maybe a half cup of pineapple, half a cup of blueberry, and then you actually add in about one and a half cups of water. That will actually give you a smoothie that tastes delightful. You still get the raw greens, which are really the big nutritional bang, and you will enjoy the taste. So I actually uh, make green smoothies for breakfast as a meal replacement for breakfast. One, it's it's really uh, low in calories, but more importantly, it sets my cravings for the rest of the day. I don't crave as much sugar when I have a green smoothie for breakfast.
0: Think Yourself Thin. J.J. Smith. I have the book. Want me to send it to you? Enter the drawing with a simple email from the website kc, dot co Now, next Friday, the 12th, is the Mamma Mia 80s Dance. Got a few tickets left. Monday, the 15th, we have our monthly circle of support at Merriandale in Ossining. Come, let's shine together. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for shining on today. If you like the podcast, I hope you'll subscribe to it on iTunes or SoundCloud. And also, go to iTunes and you can rate the podcast, too. Give me a thumbs up, please. The world in a grain of sand. We are running out of sand, and that story is coming up next.
4: It's a great time of year to be outdoors, enjoying local streams and rivers. We assume these waters are safe and clean, but for the most part, no one knows. That's a problem, one we can do something about. The Isaac Walton League of America can help us get started, from stream cleanups with friends to simple water quality tests designed for volunteers like you and me. The League has been helping volunteers find and fix water quality problems for almost 50 years with simple tools that produce results you can use to test streams for pollution, to get your friends and neighbors involved, and to protect streams where we enjoy the outdoors. To get started, visit iwla.org slash radio. That's iwla.org slash radio.
5: Have you ever experienced a wish come true? For a child battling a critical illness, a wish come true can be a turning point. One song, one dance, one game, one adventure. One moment changes everything. Make-A-Wish needs your support to grant the wish of every eligible child. Visit wish.org now to help grant more life-changing wishes. Together, we can transform lives one wish at a time.
0: Hi, it's Casey and you're listening to shine on the health and happiness show now the world is running out of sand and people are killing for it Vince Beiser got two big ahas when researching this book the world in a grain of sand
6: sand is the natural resource that we consume the most of in the world after water and air that really got my attention. I just thought, what? Sand? i never even thought about it before. And the second thing was that there's so much demand for sand today. We are stripping riverbeds and beaches all over the world there to get at it, causing a lot of environmental damage. And in some places, in some countries around the world, it's gotten so intense that organized crime has actually gotten involved. And hundreds of people have actually been murdered over sand in the last few years.
0: All right, tell me about the organized crime and the sand.
6: We use sand for lots of different things, but the number one thing by far is concrete. When you look out and you see any building, any road, any dam made out of concrete, it's really just millions of tons of sand that's been stuck together with cement, sand and gravel glued together with cement. That's what concrete is. In a lot of the developing world, in places like India, China, they're building, their economies are growing very fast, and they're building cities at an incredibly rapid rate using enormous amounts of concrete. Okay, so there's a huge demand for sand to make that concrete. And this is where the organized crime piece comes into it, because there's only so much sand you can pull up from the bottom of a river or the bottom of a lake before you do major environmental damage to it. It's usually banned or controlled in a lot of ways. So where the criminals come in is... They'll just go into places like that and just rip the hell out of however much sand they can get a hold of without regard to the consequences, and or they'll go into places uh, where there's sand uh, on the land and just seize control of that land, rip up whatever was there so that they can get at the sand underneath it. Wow. One of the stories that I tell in the book is a village where this happened. Uh, it's a little village about an hour south of, of Delhi in India. The sand mafia came to town, seized control of about 200 acres of the village's land, ripped up all the crops, tore up all the topsoil, and started digging up the sand. Well, one of the village leaders tried to get them to stop, did everything he could, went to the police and the courts and everything else. They told him, listen, pal, stop interfering with our business, or we're going to kill you. He didn't stop. He kept trying to get them to stop. About a week after he was warned, three guys kicked in the door of his house, burst in, and shot him dead in his own bed.
0: Oh, my goodness.
6: So, and that's just one of dozens and dozens of cases like that, uh, mostly in India, but also Kenya, Indonesia, Gambia, a bunch of places all around the world.
0: Now, why can't we just set up some sort of an organization that gets the places that have sand to give it to the places who don't?
6: Well, that would be nice. That would be really nice if we could. Part of the reason is Sand is really heavy, right? About a a cubic yard of sand weighs more than a ton. So anytime you have to transport it any any real distance, the, the price of it goes up very, very fast. So if you're a builder, if you're trying to build a building or a highway, you really need to be getting your sand from somewhere close at hand. Right. So that's why there's so much pressure on, on uh, rivers and other sources of sand that are close to those, those booming megacities like Delhi or Beijing or Shanghai. It's very, very expensive to bring in that sand from elsewhere.
0: Because it's so heavy. So you say a cubic yard of sand is a ton. How much sand goes exactly. into one of these great big buildings? How many tons? There must uh, be millions of well,
6: tons. Well, exactly, exactly. I mean, just your typical American house, it requires anywhere from two hundred to four hundred tons of sand. Uh, something bigger like a like a typical hospital. We're talking about three thousand tons of sand. Just a one mile of, of highway is about fifteen thousand tons of sand, just for one mile. So you multiply that out, just you know, look out your window and look at all the look at all the concrete buildings you can see. Quickly adds up into the millions of tons. Worldwide, we use about fifty billion tons of sand every single year that's enough to cover the entire state of California about two inches deep in 50 sand billion every year. tons
0: of sand a year how are we right. gonna keep up are we gonna make fake sand
6: that's one of the really big questions that I try to get at in this book is, How are we going to keep up? So the way that we're doing it now is causing a lot of problems. We're causing a lot of environmental damage by digging up so much sand. So the question is, what can we do to diminish that damage? Well, we can make more sand, like you said. You can crush down rock artificially and create artificial sand. Uh, Two problems with that. One is that the sand that you get from that is not as good... The quality of it isn't as good as, as naturally occurring sand, it's just it's not quite the right shape that you need it for, for most applications like concrete. It's also a lot more expensive again. Think about all the, the energy that it takes to run a machine that's powerful enough to smash rock down, smash solid rock down into sand grains costs quite a lot of money, and it's basically a lot cheaper to just dig up fresh virgin sand. There is a certain amount of artificial sand that's created every year, but it's really, it's a drop in the bucket. There are people looking into using shredded plastic or bamboo or other alternative materials. But so far, again, those are, it's just a tiny, tiny fraction of, compared to how much sand we use.
0: But what about the deserts? We have deserts filled with sand. We can't do anything there.
6: Unfortunately, no, that desert sand, again, it's the wrong shape. Desert sand has been eroded by wind over thousands or millions of years. That erosion has left it kind of much rounder and smoother than the sand that you find on the bottom of rivers or in floodplains or even on the beach. So it's too round to really lock together the way that you need it to make concrete to make a nice stable structure. It's like the difference between trying to build something out of a stack of marbles as opposed to trying to build it out of a stack of little tiny bricks.
0: Interesting stuff. Vince Beiser, The World in a Grain of Sand. Want the book? Send me an email from the website kc.co. That's where you can find out about our 80s dance and the support circle at Merriandale. And And this is very special to me. You know, I recently got certified as a life coach, and I've been doing a lot of coaching sessions on the phone. This is especially for people who are just too busy to meet in person and don't want to come to the office. We can just do it on the phone. It works. But once a month, we get face-to-face, if you're interested, to sit in a circle and talk about what's going on. And I always bring lots of great handouts, and we go through some of the greatest books that are out there on living well. So it's fun. Come sit in the circle. You don't have to talk if you don't want to, but we have a good time. And details are at Casey.co. Now, I know you're waiting for the thought for the day. We're going to do that right after this.
5: Eye health is important to overall health, especially for children. One in four children have vision problems that, if left untreated, may result in learning issues and hinder development and academic performance in school. All children, even those with no signs of trouble, should have their eyes checked during the first few years of life, before entering kindergarten, and throughout the school years. Signs of vision problems include squinting while reading or watching TV, frequently rubbing the eyes, one eye appearing crossed or looking outwards, or issues reading or writing. Watch for a digital eye strain, which is caused by prolonged use of computers or smartphones and can cause dry eyes blurred vision, or headaches. Keep digital screens at least 30 inches away from your eyes and rest your eyes every 20 minutes. For adults and children, early detection and treatment of vision problems can save the gift of sight, while a comprehensive eye exam can help uncover health conditions not usually associated with the eyes, including juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Go to preventblindness.org. A message from Prevent Blindness United Healthcare on this station.
0: Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you, thank you. Our thought for the day is from the Buddha who said... We are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves. Shine on. been listening to shine on the health and happiness show for your entertainment only heard sunday mornings on 100.7 whud and on real countries 9 20 and 14 20 a.m all in new york's hudson valley subscribe to shine on on itunes and soundcloud and catch a show anytime at kacy.co that's k-a-c-e-y dot c-o shine on